The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It is a crisis of confidence. While our economy may be weakened and our confidence shaken, it's time to talk money. The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. And we cannot rely on quick fixes or easy answers. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I do not promise a quick way out of our nation's problems. I wish I could tell you there was a quick fix to our economic problem. With local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas to take no unnecessary trips. We can't drive our SUVs. And we will make America great again. God bless you and good night. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and the special guest Mike Hayflick in uh, studio today. And uh, we're going to be talking some money, talking a lot of election stuff, obviously, today. It's a couple days before the elections, and, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the, the Democrats are out there, and Obama especially, doing the best he can to take as much credit for the roaring economy as possible. Hmm. He'll be still taking credit 20 years from now. Uh, so we're going to talk a little about that. Participation <laughs> trophy. Yeah. It, Hey, hey, participation. It was Everybody gets a trophy, guy. Everybody gets a trophy. He, you know, it, we'll talk about his economic record. We're going to talk about some of the things that, that, that Obama accomplished or didn't accomplish over the last bunch of years. And then we're going to talk about what Trump has accomplished in the last two years. And, yeah. and we'll go through a lot of that stuff. We won't. We actually won't get it. There's no way we'll get to all of it. I mean, uh, unreal, the stuff that he accomplished. If you look, by the way, at the list from the Heritage Foundation of the things that they were sort of requesting from him to be accomplished as a percentage of, uh, in compared to Reagan, what was accomplished? Uh, yeah. Trump's something like 35 or 40% ahead yeah. based on that list. Pretty cool. Well, he's pretty focused on it, so we're going to talk about that. And, you know, when you look at there's a, just a, a flurry of economic data that comes out almost daily, you know, over 200,000 new jobs, unemployment down to 37 all-time low now for Hispanic unemployment. We achieved all-time low for black unemployment. I hope he knows that because he's a racist. I, <clears throat> I, hope, I hope Trump knows that. Yeah, he should probably do something different. <laughs> <laughs> well, the amazing thing is, and, and it's sad, you know, we, we, um, there's people out there protesting, different groups of folks, obviously. And one of the groups was down in Florida this past week. And they're like nuns on a bus, I think is what they're called. And these nice ladies are going across the country advocating for higher taxes. Yeah, it's, it's really quite amazing. Now, I'm sure they view, made their fair share. Well, they're not for profit, of course, <laughs> oh, right. as you know, being right. nuns. That's and all, right. But, That's but, right. No, but the thing is, like, you know, they're, they just don't understand. They're saying, well, you know, we, we got to have higher taxes because, you know, only the rich and the corporates got tax cuts. Well, guess what? Also, in a you know, nice little gem in this week's employment records, uh, wage growth uh, uh, growing at the fastest rate in over a decade, right? So, you know, there's just all, all sorts of good stuff going on. What, and I think what, people don't understand it because the media, and for the Trump to continue to say the media is the enemy of the people, I hope he stays on that. He's definitely gotten under his skin, but he's 100% right when they're lying consistently. And, and sometimes it's lies through omission. One what, what of the biggest failures, by the way, of the Republican Party is not teaching people on tax policy. It's one of the biggest failures, right? Yep. We get a tax cut, we bring in more money. 
And that's very, it should be very simple to educate the country to say, look at, there's a spot where we can continue to cut, we can get more economic activity, bring in more money, and with more money, we might actually be able to do more of the stuff you want to do, right? They do a really, really poor job of, of educating yeah. people on that. Yep. Liberals think that they'll spend the money way better than any other household. That's the issue. I feel like <laughs> that's right. the worst spending household in America is probably 10 times better at spending their own money than the federal government. That's right. That's a great point. And, you know, the fact is that liberals believe, whether it's your money or your lifestyle, that they know best what's for you, right? There was an ad that just came out. I'll see if I can find it. We'll play it. Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Brad Pitt, right, talking about why you should vote blue for gun control and climate change. Now, mind you, <laughs> these are two individuals that are surrounded by armed security, right. that have armed security at their multiple mansions, that fly around the world on private jets and land helicopters on their private mega yachts. Yeah. Oh, you forgot one. They also made multi-multi-millions <laughs> of dollars doing gun movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> right. it's just... And then, you know, the, these folks, they're railing against capitalism when you made a, a yeah. fortune, yeah. right, being a capitalist yeah, by doing movies. Environmentalism, <clears throat> guess what? Uh, your movie spent more, it took more electricity than any household will ever take, right? So, you know, it's, it's a joke, absolute joke. I, I, are they that dumb, the Hollywood left, or they just do it like the Clintons? The Clintons are not stupid, right? The Clintons have made a multi-million dollar business off of scamming the poor and the middle class. I have to think that, that Hollywood is doing the same thing. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio can't be that dumb, right? He can't get on a plane and fly across the country think, and give me a lecture on not driving an SUV, right, Kenny? Can he do a multi-trillion-dollar movie like that with a billion dollars, whatever? I mean, ridiculous amount of money it yep. costs to make these movies, right? And electricity everywhere, you know, sure. uh, uh, trashing cars, by the way, smashing cars, doing all this stuff, right? And not they don't think nothing of that? I mean, really? Truly? I think th I think they believe that they deserve. I mean, when you ask them as liberals, well, why does Como get surrounded by armed security, but nobody else can have armed security? Oh, he deserves it. He, what do you mean he deserves it? I, I think they really think that people like Brad Pitt, people like Obozo, people like Como, people like Leonardo DiCaprio, they're, they they believe that they're the special people. They're elite. Don't, they're, they're elite. elite. Yeah, they're, they're elite. elite. We're, yeah. don't, don't do what we do. Just do what we say to do. That's right. Yeah, we're elite. We don't fit into those rules. Exactly. So, except for except for us, don't don't fly so much. Go ahead and get the solar right. panels on your roof. That's right. Drive right. drive the hybrids, the electric vehicles. That's right. But oh, don't worry about our you know gas. Yeah, don't mind you. I'll fly <laughs> my De Blasio flies a helicopter to a five minute meeting down the street. Exactly. Right. Or, or Bloomberg <laughs> flies his private helicopter almost every weekend yeah. over to Bermuda. Railing against climate change, but he's got to—he's got to go inform the people, Glenn. Right, because he's a special person, right? So yeah. I would like to know, by the way, there is there are some Dems out there that listen to our show, and I'd really like to know if you did win everything, what would you repeal? I'd love to know that. Yeah. What would you change? What specifically would you change? Right? I'd love the specifics. And for those Democrats that want to call in, I would love to hear your voice. That believe that this rally and this this economic growth is because of Obama. I'd like you to cite the specific policy or policies that he imposed in, that led to this economic rebound and this growth that we've had. Could, We're going to probably – now, mind you, Obama didn't – not one year did he break 3% GDP growth. Not one. First president in history, including single-term presidents, to not break 3%. That's a hard accomplishment I, to come up with. I will give credit where credit's due, and I will give you one example, Glenn. He actually did physically leave the White House and the boot – 
actually left the throat of <laughs> the American exactly. business owner. <laughs> exactly. All right, 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call on a cell. 1-800-616-9236. We had a chance yesterday to uh, actually participate in a, an event with uh, uh, Ann Coulter and uh, Laura Loomer, which was yeah. absolutely fantastic. Awesome, by the way. Incredible. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we posted some of those pictures to our Facebook page or and our, our, uh, our Twitter page. I don't think they're up on Facebook yet, what they will be, and uh, we'll be putting more of that stuff out. We'll talk a little bit about that and some of the things that, you know, that, that, uh, that the social medias are doing, which is what that event was all about. Laura Loomer, by the way, who is part of the Project Veritas team, has gone out on her own to start her own uh, uh, investigative uh, a company uh, uh, called Illuminate the Truth. Hard to believe she's only 25 years old. They Hard shut, to but they, but Twitter shut her off. Well, just, so, just so, the election's over. Yeah, just the next Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Just the next Wednesday. No, no political statement there. So under the guise of trying to protect against people influence the election, they are obviously, Facebook included, intentionally deleting people or 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 muzzling people in an effort to obviously to, to blatantly impact the election or influence the election so something has to be done here when it comes to you know zuckerberg and and uh, and and jack at twitter and, and some of these clowns that that claim exemptions under the law because they're a neutral uh, free speech platform but that at the same time are, are obviously trying to uh, influence the election by who they turn off and you know some of these folks and you know sad there was a guy who was a, i think a disabled vet made his whole living creating a website or creating a facebook page and selling things and doing things off of facebook facebook just shut him down yep. ends his entire business model yeah i mean it's just it's sad i mean obviously it's, it's, it's a danger and a risk when uh, you get involved yeah. on you when you put your your business on a model like that because you don't yeah. control it but unfortunately you know, you know what facebook is starting to realize and all these other liberal including the universities by the way are starting to figure out that they need money to survive and that will hurt them in the long run i hope so they just don't seem to care they just figure more tax money that's where we'll get it from <laughs> yeah. all right we got to take a very short break it could be right it's, it's worked for tesla <laughs> yeah, right exactly so we want to hear your your voice as far as what your thoughts are with this upcoming election we're going to talk a little about como molinaro uh some of the things that are, are going on around western new york some pretty big races obviously the chris Collins race is important. Uh, so we'll talk a little about that. I want to get your impression on what you think is going to happen on Tuesday. I think it's going to be a pretty non-event, to be honest with you. I don't think they take over the House or the Senate. I don't see a, a, a I definitely don't see a blue wave. I don't really see a red wave either. I think it's going to be. I think both sides are are really ginned up, and I think that you're going to see a, a, a pretty big turnout on both sides. And I think you're going to end up at a, at a little bit of a stalemate, which I think is is good ultimately. But we'll see what happens. And would like to hear your opinion. Eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine three is a free call in a cell. One eight hundred six one six nine two three six. And uh, if you want to text us, the text line is 30930. That's 3930. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and Mike Hayflick in studio. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. Hopefully the mics are better. We're at uh, kind of in our, our uh, super secret South Florida remote location that we're broadcasting from. We, so. we are flying back tonight, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but we were down here for the uh, obviously the uh, Ann Coulter and the uh, the event that we had on uh, WFTL down there, and uh, I had a great time. And we'll talk more about that as the show goes on. But uh, if the mics are hot, uh, your texts are really helpful. So thank you very much. Well, for that. So, I appreciate somebody it. said, "Love you, financial guys, but one of your mics is way too hot. Can't <laughs> listen until it gets fixed. Well, if you're not listening, how do you know we fixed it?" Well, yeah, thank you. I come hope on, you, you can't. You, come on. You can't just throw <laughs> us like that. You can't. Come on. Well, let me know if, uh, if one of the mics is hot or, or, or both are hot, and I can make any adjustments. I'm controlling the board down here. So. I'd love to talk to this one. Who created more jobs, 21 months of Trump or last 21 months of Obama? Well, look at the GDP numbers. I uh, love the 
talking points. They, they just put that talking point out there, and here and here are the Obama bots. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh, this uh, is Obama. Uh, as, as Mike said it best, right? Obama said, the, uh, what do you say? We, he teed it up? Yeah, he said, uh, yeah, well, I, don't forget, I, I teed up the economy. I said, yeah, and then Trump came and hit the 380-yard drive right down the middle. So, <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have the long, long drive than yeah. just be able to tee up the ball. Yeah, yeah, so no you're doubt. a water boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can take credit for the win in the football game, but That's you right. just delivered the water. Scott. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not just about the number of new jobs. It's economic growth. It's optimism. It's business growth. It's business investment. It's unemployment rates. It's, I mean, you name the, the statistic. I mean, you've got a record low unemployment among black Americans, record low unemployment among Hispanic Americans. I mean, it's just amazing all the different statistics. So, and there's more. Yeah, here's there's more. Here's, here's another one, Glenn. Record amount of money coming into the Treasury. Remember, the nasty tax cuts that were going to paralyze the economy have actually brought in more wealth. There was a text here, and this is absolutely right, by the way. We, I, Monday Night Football game this was on. Have you seen the Nate McMurray ad with the fools who won't vote for Collins? I guess they're not worried about the country going socialist. Uh, because I'll be dead oh, soon. You mean the commercial but, where it's like his mom, his sister? No, 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 no. Brother. This is great. It's a, it's a lineup of people who go. I saw oh, that. I know. I've always voted Republican. I've been a true Republican. But forever. I just can't. But I just can't. Yeah, yeah. I just can't. Yeah, no, I, I, I got a thousand <laughs> bucks to any charity that not one of those people are registered registered uh, Republican. Republican. Yeah. Not one. Well, I'll give a thousand dollars to a charity if you can prove to me in that commercial that those people are registered Republican. I think it, she, I'm telling you. I think it's his brother. Yeah, his sister, I would rather. His... I, yeah. I, <laughs> so. You Guess what? If you voted Republican, conservative for your whole life, you just don't show up to vote. You just don't. You don't vote for the socialist. You don't. Yeah, no. Anyway, all right. 830 Yeah, no matter what. Star yeah. 930 is a free call on us. We'll eat 800-616-9236. Hope the mics are better. If they're not, please text us and let us know. The text line, of course, is 3930. And I have to answer your questions. Why don't we go to the phones? By the way, we do have Mike Hayflick here, certified yeah. Social Security Claiming Strategist. If you have your Social Security questions. And if you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. And it still is tis the season for Medicare. And oh, so yeah. a very important decision you have to make. And the government gives you all of a few weeks to make it. So we have independent Medicare reps in our office and we have a number of them so if you're interested in independent advice somebody who can sit down with you doesn't cost you a penny more and you know instead of you riding all around town one-stop shopping it's medicare made easy and of course financial planning made easy as well so if it's retirement planning or medicare 633-1515 yeah and on medicare note mike um, i think it's really a, a a danger to assume that everything stays the same with your health care provider and the plans that they're providing. You've really got to you know, have one of our agents go through everything. They'll go through the prescription drug lists of things that you do need, if any. They'll look at the doctors. Remember the, the phrase, if you like your doctor? Well, you know, let's make sure you're able to keep the same doctors. The doctors are still part of the same plans that you're, you're used to. But don't just stay with a plan just because of familiarity. I mean, getting a new card for an upcoming year and saving, you know, literally hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars is worth the visit to our office. So call 633-1515 and book an appointment. I know our agents are super booked right now, but I, I'm sure we could squeeze more people in. Yeah, no doubt. 803 if you want to join us here. Star 930 is a free call to sell. 1-800-616-9236. You're absolutely right. The the, uh, uh, the latest texter uh, is called censorship. You're absolutely right. It's censorship when it comes to Facebook and Twitter, trying to silence the voices of those on the right because they can't compete in the arena of ideas. It's just that simple. They cannot... To put their policies against Republican policies, 
They just don't seem to work, and you, there's ample evidence of that. And mind you, Poland Cars, by the way, for thanks for taking a shot at us last weekend. Um, you did agree to come onto our show, by the way. We would let you talk. In fact, I'll even challenge you where we have a moderator that will each give us a certain amount of time if you want to do that kind of debate. So you get two minutes and we get two minutes, and you get two minutes and I get two minutes, or however you want to do it. But the fact is that you agreed to come onto the show to uh, debate your liberal progressive policies and explain why they're better than conservative free market capitalism policies, and you bailed. You, you, you agreed to it, and then you said you, you, you just have ignored our request. But yet you're willing to go on other shows right here on WBEN and take shots at us. Well, here's a shot at you, sir. Your policies stink. They really do. And your leadership sucks. I don't know how else to tell it to you. But here's the deal. If you, if you, if you are afraid to challenge us because your, 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 your ideas don't work, please just say that, okay? Otherwise, here's my offer to you. We, you can choose the moderator. And I will debate you personally, or Mike will debate you personally. You can pick which one you want, and we'll do it a la debate-style rules, where each person gets a two minutes to answer the question and 30 seconds for a rebuttal the other side gets. If that makes you feel more comfortable, then we can do that. If you want us in separate rooms, we can do that. If you want me to, to, to uh, handcuff my, my brain behind my back, I'll do that too. You can bring whatever material you want to support your arguments. You can use Google. How about that? You can use the Internet. I'll use nothing but my brain, and I will run circles around you. Why? Because free market capitalistic policies simply work. They just do. Economic freedom means economic growth. That's right. Economic freedom means economic growth. And until they figure that out, until they figure out that government is not the solution, it's the problem, we will never grow here and we'll never grow anywhere. And if you don't believe us, Mr. Polonkars, Google Venezuela. See how big government worked out for them. Exactly. All right, 803 star 930. Let's go to the phones, and let's see here. We'll welcome Tony in Wheatfield. Hi, Tony. You're live with the Financial Guys. How are you? Hi, guys. Uh, the Recovery and Reinvestment Act uh, was uh, put in place under the Obama administration, and uh, I am a registered Republican here in the town of Wheatfield. I've been a longtime businessman uh, for over 37 years, um, and, you know, you should take it credible. I've got no reason to lie. I'm an employer. I'm an avid hunter. And, however, I, I do disagree with much of the policies going on in, with today's administration. But the which ones specifically? Act, specifically, which ones? Which ones do you disagree with? I, and I'm not trying to debate you. I'm just, which ones do you disagree with? Uh, the, 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 the huge tax uh, uh, breaks that the $1.3 trillion they gave the big corporate uh, welfare companies. I mean, how are, how are we well, going? Well, corporate welfare is, is very different, different than a tax break. Okay, if you're because uh, by the way, we well, I'm going to give you ample time. You don't need to scream. Uh, a corp, a tax cut means Glenn and Mike own a company, and we file a corporate tax return, and we get to keep more of our own money. Corporate welfare is very different, and we disagree with corporate welfare. But that's not what Trump did. Trump didn't say I'm going to give, I'm going to pick winners and losers. He said, I'm going to cut the corporate tax rates. By the way, by cutting the corporate tax rates, some of the most liberal companies in the world, like Apple, are now bringing billions of dollars back to this country and creating more jobs, right? We also brought in a record amount of money to the U.S. Treasury, which means that if the argument is, well, we want more social programs, we want more this, we want more that, we need more money to do that. So I don't understand how you could say that that could be a negative. But I agree with you, by the way, on corporate welfare. I think you're a little bit delusional in that you think that a tax cut is corporate welfare. It's not. Corporate welfare means, hey, uh, Tesla, 
we're going to give you $500 million because we think you're better than General Electric. So if I can just go back for a second, Tony, on the, um, you, you mentioned the American Recovery Reinvestment Act. That's correct. Okay, so that was done in 2009, right? That's what we did. That was basically better known as a stimulus, right? Well, it, was it the part of the stimulus package? If you want to term it that, fine. Yes, it was. It was, it was. It was the stimulus package. Yes. The American Recovery and Reinvestment Act was basically the fiscal stimulus that he signed in on 2000, uh, February 2009, right? That's what you're referring to. I want to make sure we're talking about the right thing. It was part. Now, that, that, that recovery act... They help preserve a lot of jobs. If you, it, it, okay. it, it spurred a lot of uh, infrastructure. Uh, Did it though? Did on, it though? Because I, I, I will, Tony. And again, if you can, which, which specific projects do you like out of it? Because we've studied this and we've tried to find projects. Oh, and maybe we're missing something. So, what projects actually were the result of that? Well, could just go down I eighty one, go down uh, north and south on on I eighty five. Uh, through the Carolinas, I mean that that recovery act is still taking place. Uh, huge, huge investment. So let me ask you this, and, and, I'm, and I may run out of time here. And if I do, I'll, I'll bring you back. Well, we have what twenty seconds? Yeah, let's keep, that Tony. Like, stick can, with Tony, us. can you hang on one yeah. second? Because I really want to talk to you about this. Because my argument is going to be this, and I'll give you the break to figure this out. He passed this in two thousand and nine. We spent a, almost a trillion dollars, right? And yet, for the next eight solid years, we had the slowest recovery on history. Not until we actually Important. lowered regulation and, in, and lowered taxes did we start to see an acceleration we'll, of the we'll economy. We'll give you time, Tony. Hold that thought. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to come back after the commercial break. We've got to hop across the hall for the news. you got the financial guys. We'll be right back on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. I think I've got the mics under control now, but again, I do really appreciate your um, your feedback out there. And if uh, if I can continue to adjust them, just keep texting the board. Or if you know me personally, text me personally. Ron, thank you very much. If you can continue to uh, just let me know, I will dial this in, and we will get it perfectly right. We are kind of out on our in our special location, huh. and <laughs> secret location bunker at our our super secret uh, Southern Command bunker. I'll use I'll steal a rush term. We will be back tonight, though. Yes, sir. That's the best part about the uh, back and forth between Palm Beach and uh, nothing, and Buffalo is that it's there's than, like six flights a day, yeah, every day. Nothing <laughs> better than opening up those windows and doors from their doors from the Buffalo airport and getting that first shock. Yeah, no doubt. So anyway, but yeah, thank you for your text. I appreciate it. Uh, before the break, we were just talking with, uh, I think it was Tony in Wheatfield. So we'll go ahead and bring Tony back up and I uh, want to continue the conversation. I do really appreciate your call, Tony, and I want to give you an opportunity to, uh, you know, to, to make your case and have a discussion. You know, before the break, as I was just saying, you know, my argument is that if they pass the, the stimulus, uh, uh, you know, the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act. Now, I'm not saying it didn't save some jobs. Most of the jobs that it saved, to be honest, were uh, were union type jobs, teacher jobs, public sector jobs, important jobs. Don't get me wrong. Nobody wants to see a bunch of teachers laid off. But it didn't, you know, and Obama actually joked later, Tony, he said a year or two later, when it didn't spur the economic stimulus that he said it was going to, if you recall this, he said, I guess the shovel-ready jobs weren't as shovel-ready as we thought. Because he was asked the question, why hasn't this worked? And so my argument is, if that American Recovery and Reinvestment Act actually spurred economic growth, why did it take eight years to finally kick in when Trump got into office? 
No, it, it, it's been kicking in prior to Trump getting in office. But it hasn't. We've gone through. I mean, we can we can see that, right? It's in New York. The economic. It's the first time in history coming out of a recession that we did not. First time. It's the first time in history we did not have one year answer. of GDP growth that exceeded three percent. That's how we measure the growth of the economy, Tony. Yeah, but let me answer your question. Okay. How, how, why did it take so long to help? Well, look, you know, shovel-ready projects, you know, just don't happen overnight. If you look at the project on our own 390 highway in the southern tier between Wayland and Bath, I mean, that roadway was atrocious. I mean, I blew more tires on that highway uh, transporting vehicles from the uh, south to the north here. Uh, it cost me a fortune. Right now, that recovery act, and there's signs that are still up on that highway. They'd say, okay, but but, would, but Tony, wouldn't that have kicked in like his a lot last of money second last year? New York State and Western New York on our highways, and it was a good thing. It helped out our economy. Not only that, many of my customers who got their stimulus checks came to my business to spend money. So right. okay, so let me, okay, so let me stop that's you right a, there. That's, that's, a, that's a great point. Let me stop a, you right there. So. So are you saying that th- that ha- taking money from taxpayers and handing it out to individuals is better than giving corporations and individuals a tax cut because that exact same thing happened when all these uh, corporations got tax cut. Company after company gave bonuses to their employees, right. gave them raises, gave them $1,000, $2,000 bonuses. A, if a one-time stimulus, Tony, giving money people, giving people back their own money, right? Because money that goes to the government is their own money. If giving people back money one time worked, why wouldn't we give it to them all the time? Well, I mean, you just said yourself that them getting money back from the government, your customers helped your business. Wouldn't it make sense then, theoretically, to give them money all the time so they could spend it with you all the time, not just once? Yeah, let's let's not separate the people from. Yeah, no, let's not let's not make an educated decision here. Come on, that Tony Cruz, get real. So you're right? saying that so you're saying that people that got a stimulus check came in and spent money in your business and it helped you. But you when they got a that. but when they got a tax cut or they got a raise <laughs> from their company because of the corporate tax cuts, that didn't help your business. Well, people got a one or two percent uh, uh, ink uh, rate. Well, they only got a few hundred bucks from the yeah, but. They, they got most most employees got more in benefits from the corporate tax cuts Why? by getting bonuses and yeah. raises at work than they did from getting money from the stimulus. And you agreed that money coming back to you, uh, them, helped your your company. By the way, most liberals will say that, right? They'll say, well, we need to give a tax break to this specific company to get them here to New York or to get them there. They understand that. But then when we say, well, why don't you just give a tax cut to everybody? They say, well, we don't want to do that, right? It, it, I, I'm confused. So do you not want do you want people to have their own money back or you don't? It didn't. Pardon me? Do you want people to have their own money back or you don't? I think there needs to be a balance. Uh, and, and I'm happy. You know. Well, how about this balance, Tony? What if this worked? What if we cut taxes to the point where the federal government stopped bringing in more money? Like, you, you know, you give people back their own money until the federal government said, oh, but all of a sudden now we're seeing less money coming into the Treasury, right? So what if we took the tax rates to zero, right? Everybody would say, well, that's not going to work. We got no money coming in, right? But if we did it at 100%, nobody would go to work. So why wouldn't we cut taxes to the point where that curve says, you know what, we've cut them too much. We're bringing in less now, not more. I, th- I think this administration is just being overspiteful. They're being over- why though? How? how? You know, they try. They you know, look. They try to repeal the Affordable Care Act. 
thank God. Times and it didn't work. Okay, the Affordable Care Act was yeah, a but, mess, Tony. But, but well, let me, let me ask you this. What, what exactly they are they... Couldn't even get the, they couldn't even get the website to work, Tony. But, but what, are they, what does he do? He said he was being spiteful. Are you saying he's, he's reversing Obama policies simply out of spite? Out of spite. Sure he is. Yeah. So, so, so lowering taxes and, and going back to the tax the way we were, that was out of spite. Lowering regulations? I mean, no. let me ask you this, Tony. Seriously, what kind of business do you run? <laughs> I run an automotive repair facility. I was a franchisee for SCAD Hovercraft and Watercraft of, of USA. I had battery and tire stores. Uh, and I, so, and, and so lower regulations don't help you? I mean, honestly? I mean, you'd rather have more regulations and more cost of doing business? One percent. It's not going to help a guy like me. One percent. What are you talking about? One percent. It's the one percenters. Corporate tax rates got cut in half, Tony. If you incorporate, your tax rates went down in half, right? First of all, and the and the and the Trump tax cuts were not one percent. Do you own Do you own stock, Tony? I have owned stock in the past. Yes, I. Do have. you own any stock of public traded companies? No. No, you don't. Okay, well then maybe it didn't benefit you. Well, most Americans do, Tony, and most you know the the yeah. vast majority, over fifty percent of Americans, whether it be through the four hundred one k, through mutual funds, through ETF, or individual stock ownership, most Americans or more, a majority of Americans have money in the stock market. And so when when they cut corporate taxes and allow corporations to keep more of their own money, those corporations do a number of things with it. Oftentimes they put it into growth. And we've seen that. We've seen corporate profits go great, uh, uh, break records and, and continue to go on to new highs. As a result, it's led the stock market to new highs. Everybody benefits from that, Tony. I, I will say, Tony, you're the first business owner I've ever met that wants to be highly regulated and highly taxed. Right. Amazing. Well, good Amazing. luck to you. I appreciate the call, Tony. I really do. And I, I wish you the best of luck with whatever business you decide to, that you want to run next. But I can certainly tell you that uh, the, the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act did absolutely squat yeah. to help any sort of the recovery whatsoever. Yeah. In fact, the, the extra spending from the government and the extra budgetary uh, constraints, and you're going to see this kicking in pretty soon as interest rates rise, you know, was, were a big problem why, uh, you know, the, the economy struggled to recover was all that extra spending. Okay, a big, hold on a second. A big reason why the economy started to recover was that the Fed had to work double duty and keep interest rates at zero for all eight years of the Obama administration. Imagine if the Fed hasn't, hadn't raised rates seven times in two years and the Fed was working with President Trump. We'd be at Dow 40,000 right yeah, now. Easy. But the fact is the Fed pumped trillions of dollars in liquidity in this market. That was the only thing that kept it afloat. With, without, they had to do that without, because the by, other side was by wrong. By the way, increasing interest rates, we well, wanted to talk about spike, increasing interest rates without any signs of inflation. That's right. right. Without any signs of inflation. Another thing I think, Tony, free markets is what decides the winners and losers out there. So if you have uh, multiple um, you know, competitors in your business, if you're the best, you're going to get the business, right? And and it, it's it's not... It's not government handouts and government help that's going to then create the winners or the losers. What it's going to do is keep all the losers that don't run their businesses as well as you might in the game. And you're saying, wait a second, come on, I'm doing all the right things. I'm keeping costs down. I'm the most effective, the most efficient. But what happens is all the losers in the game, they get to stay in the game. So why don't? how about winners actually decide by being the best at what they do? in a free market capitalistic society and not waiting for the government to come in and help those that are failing. Once again, we are the government. Let You know, you keep saying government. You're the government. I'm the government. We. I don't think so. I'm not the one raising regulations and keeping the boot on the throat of American business. Yeah. I'm a voter. I'm a citizen. 
but I damn sure am not the government. But Tony, don't we'll let you go. The There's one, one last thing, Tony. There is a little extra line at the end of your tax return, and you can donate as much money as you want to <clears> the throat> U.S. Throat> Treasury if you feel like you're that they would f- spend your money better than you. I, I bet everything that you don't add one dime to your tax return, not one. And by the way, I don't ever remember getting a check from stimulus. I think most of those checks went to states and, and uh, local governments that used a lot of it, especially in the blue states, to shore up uh, pension, uh, funds. pension funds. That's what they had nothing to do with yeah. uh, with actually building roads and bridges. And again, Obama said it himself. Yeah. He said it. He was asked specifically, why haven't we seen this uh, okay. these shovel-ready jobs yeah. happening? Oh, well, it wasn't as shovel-ready as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if we can find Thanks, Tony. I, I, good. Best of luck. I appreciate the call. Certainly, I I, I, I appreciate you having a conversation with us. So have a great weekend, and uh, best of luck. If you want to vote for higher taxes and regulations, uh, be my guest. I'll for certainly be voting on the other side. 803-0930. I'm, I'm, sure your, I'm sure your car dealership is thriving. I'm sure. 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call. If you want to join us, 1-800-616-9236. Let's go to Chris in West Seneca. We'll stick with the phones here. Hey, Chris, how are you? Chris? Yes, good. How are you today? I'm terrific. Thank you for your call. I appreciate it. No problem. Just in full disclosure, I do agree with you guys, and I am a customer of Jeff Boron. So, just oh great, everybody knows that, and I'm looking to do so, a little work. So we're not allowed to make fun of Jeff on the phone. Okay, we <laughs> don't say anything. we won't say Come anything bad on. about him. We promise. Uh, I wanted to do some of what Tony was saying as far as that. First off, I'd love nobody has a business. I wouldn't support it. Several years ago, around here, there's a local hardware store, and they had a football player advertising we should raise it. It was only a pizza a week. They were going to increase the taxes. Mm-hmm. I haven't spent a nickel in that store since then. If they want to pay it, go ahead. And I was going to make the point you did. There's a there's a line on the form. Anybody wants to, but I'll bet Tony and Warren Buffett don't pay an extra nickel. They take all the deductions. They no. no. In fact, Chris, the, exactly the opposite. Warren Buffett, if you recall, donated $40 billion out of his estate to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Oh, yeah. Now, it's more than his, his right to do so, but ultimately it avoided estate yeah. taxes by doing that. Yeah, and, and clearly he thought that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation as a private foundation could do better than the federal government. Right? Ico, by the way, got a nice tax break at town of Amherst. Real nice one. Um, I don't yeah. know why he needed it. I, well, I mean, yeah, but he what, paid enough. Right? I mean, he's, arguing- he's worth what's $60 billion, right. and Geico needed a tax break to come to Amherst. That's right. I thought there was a, he had a lawsuit active. I don't know if they ever settled that, where he was behind, was refusing to pay some taxes. I, I don't know about that one, but not surprising. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's got a slew of a slew of accountants trying to avoid taxes. Right, but Absolutely. I mean, they, yeah. like you said, they take every nickel they're entitled to. Don't, don't think for a second, though. That's their business model, right? I mean, they have figured it out. And Trump, by the way, was one of the few that were honest about it. He said, look, at, before I was a politician, I was a business guy, and I had to figure out whatever I needed to do to make my business grow, right? The business for the Clintons is you know, is taking advantage of the poor and the middle class, right? The business for Warren Buffett is figuring out a way to get tax breaks from Amherst and all these other places and to get the liberal politicians on his side so they give him as much money as possible. And then he goes on to say, oh, yeah, I agree. We should raise taxes. Sure, we should raise taxes. Why? Because he's getting all the money. Right. Uh, you didn't get any money. Glenn, you get any money? Nope. Mike Hayflick, any money? No. no. And, in fact, we have a great tax. A uh, private school teacher said that she didn't get a raise the entire Obama administration after getting modest raises every year from 1992. So she's she's saying, no, I didn't get any of that money. I I just don't know how you could sit back and say, you know what, I want to give more of my money to the federal government because I believe that they spend it better than I could. If you want to be charitable, then by all means, we for sure be charitable. None of them give an extra nickel. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, thanks for the call, Chris. We really do appreciate it. You're you're uh, you're right on, right on the money. I hope for Tony's right, employee's sake, he has a good account. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously, I, you know, I just don't get that mentality. Though. Like, I want, uh, I don't want to control my own money. Tony's not kidding any of our listeners. No, he no, doesn't no, own a company. No, he's no. never owned a business. No, no, he's no. never done it. No, has no clue what a balance sheet is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll go back to the phones after the commercial break here. But if you uh, need us throughout the week, folks, again, we do manage money for a living. We are talking some money here, talking some economics. Six three three one five one five is our office number. Six. 1515. Don't forget, it is Medicare season and Medicare Monday is going on each and every week in our office. You can go to our website at thefinancialguys.com and or call the office again at that same number, 6331515, to sign up and, and come on in. Also, TFG Academy. Yeah, Social Security guys. Uh, yeah, coming up this week, right? Yeah. Or next week? This week, Wednesday. I believe it's Wednesday. Yes, this Wednesday for sure because yep. I'm following Wednesday for noon? Orange. Wednesday at noon. Wednesday, this Wednesday yes. at noon, Mike Hayflick, Social Security. The following Wednesday, I'll be presenting Orange. Now, what Orange is, is it's basically like an online uh, wallet, basically. It, it, it allows you to, it's an online net worth statement. And in today's day and age, with the ability to put everything all over the place, uh, you know, people that, unfortunately, when their parents pass away, they have a, a heck of a time trying to unwind things and figure out where stuff is. Being able to put everything on one online system, including bank accounts, uh, home values, to see how you're tracking towards your goals, what all of your accounts are, what are they doing. You, there's also an online vault attached to that. It's free. We pay for it, of course, but we offer it out to you for free, and you can use that like a Dropbox to store important documents. It's totally secure, like your wills, your trusts, and things like that. If you're interested in either my like Hayflick's uh, a Social Security presentation this Wednesday or the presentation on Orange the following Wednesday, which is a computer program that's an online net worth statement, uh, then you can uh, give us a call at the office and sign up for either of those sessions, 633-1515, again, 633-1515. Uh, also, if you could uh, use our website as a resource, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. A lot of the stuff that we talk about we post to our uh, social media site, so please follow us there. And again, if you want to join us here on the air, 803 and star 930. Very short break. We'll be right back with your calls and questions. You've got the financial guys on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. Got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and Mike Hayflick in studio here, News Radio 930 WBEN, actually in our super secret studio, so don't tell anybody. Uh, but we'll be back tonight and uh, had a great event yesterday. Just want to mention again, we were able to, uh, to participate in an event and really what a, what a fantastic honor to have the opportunity to uh, you know, share the mic, so to speak, with uh, the likes of Ann Coulter. Uh, Joe Pags was there. He's a nationally syndicated, one of the best voices in radio. Voices the guy's got the yeah. best voice, right? Yeah. He just got that deep. It's like you there's know. certain things people should do in life, and God said you need to be a radio. Guy. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. He should do, he should be doing voiceovers and come. I mean, he's just got that golden smooth voice. Uh, and then of course uh, Laura I mean, God Loomer. Blessed us with good looks. Uh, yeah, you know, we can't have it all, Mike. Can't we have can't. it. All. <laughs> you can't have it all. That's right. But, uh, He's but like, you're either beautiful or you got a great voice. That's right. Okay. It can't be both. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Laura Loomer was there. I, you know, she's absolutely fantastic. And, um, you know, she is the uh, one of the investigative reporters, a young lady, uh, but doing a great job with nothing more than an iPhone and her gumption uh, going to a lot of these events yeah, and just getting got a right in the face. She's huge set of stones. I she does. It. I love, love it. it. Goes there and by herself. Like a little, little, a, innocent little, yep. like, just it's great. great. And she easily works her way up there because they think, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
you're going to be part of my loving left crew. And yep. then she just hands it to him. Love yep. it. Yeah, she's fantastic, too. So a great opportunity. Had a, had a great time meeting those folks and uh, kind of a book signing uh, 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 event all together. rolled into a radio show and uh, good time. So uh, anyway, it was uh, thanks to everybody who participated and uh, thanks for the opportunity to participate as well. If you want to join us here, 803-0930-STAR-930. We're just kind of talking about, you know, some of the economic uh, policies of Obama versus Trump. I mean, the fact is, you know, Trump's economy is breaking records. 17-year high for consumer confidence. Business, fastest business confidence growth in history. Uh, 40-year highs in labor participation. All-time lows in, in black unemployment. We just hit an all-time low with this latest report for Hispanic unemployment. Uh, unemployment. These are awesome things. Why in the world do people want to go to the polls and reverse these things? I don't understand. I, if, are you that brainwashed that you think, honest to God, Obama's policies really helped? Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is, the, and, and I appreciate your call, Tony, to say, yeah, it was a recovery act. Well, I don't know. When you look at the Recovery Act, we didn't have— it wasn't so recoverable. Yeah, um, it didn't do much. Even in Obama's own words, he on. said, shovel-ready jobs weren't as shovel-ready as I thought. First time, I'm not saying it didn't help in somewhat, eh, but eh, he did better off if he just went golfing and let things go on their own. Absolutely. Well, you know, you'd be better off by, by reducing the tax rates, right? And I wouldn't say that if we were at federal tax rates of 15 or 20 percent. But you're talking about living in a state like New York, losing half of your money if you are That's one right. of the folks that worked hard— and, and you and you brought yourself up into an upper income tax bracket. So that's a joke. That's an yeah. absolute joke. I, there's not one of these liberals that would risk everything, mortgage their house, start a business, make it, and go, oh, I'm happy with losing half my money. Not one of them. But that's not right. one of them actually worked their butts off to get to that point or took the risk to get to that point. You know, great tweet just came in. Thank you very Which much. Which is it, the Cracklehead one? No, no. Oh, that, that was oh. funny, too, but I can't read them all. There's so many good ones. 3930, if you want to text us, by the way. It's Marty in San Diego. Regarding Tony's call, the only spiteful president was Obama, who routinely wanted to bankrupt coal companies and others he didn't like. Well, that's not greedy, though. That's not greedy. Trump's policies help all companies. Hmm. That's why Obama never uh, lead up the recovery, let up the recovery. Teed up. Oh, teed up. Oh, that's my, I don't have my glasses not, on. Thank you, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what did that say? It's not greedy teed when you take others' money. It's only when you keep your own money that it's greedy. i got to find my glasses. That's, that's right. But it doesn't make any sense, though. I mean, it's, you know... Obama literally targeted specific companies and industries. Yeah. He, you know, tried to put them out of business with policies like uh, using the banking administration to uh, create, you know, at-risk industries. You know, he couldn't outlaw guns like he wanted to. So what did he do? He he, he coerced through his, you know, the Treasury Department, uh, you know, banks and financial and lend- lending institutions into not doing business with industries he didn't like. You know, that's spiteful, mm. right? You know, lowering taxes for all companies, all businesses seems like it would help all businesses, right? Yeah, you would think. Well, they get the tax breaks when it's their buddies, right? They get the tax well, breaks. No matter what. They, when no matter it's what. Solyndra or NR1, that's fine. Right, no matter what. All right, 803 star 930 if you want to join us. 1-800-616-9236. Let's go to Van in Orchard Park. Van, you're live with the Financial Guys News Radio 930 WBEN. How are you, Van? Is it, is it Van? Do I have that right? I have my glasses on, so I'm kind of getting some guesses here. Yeah, Oh, you got a bad cell phone, pal. Yeah, he's breaking up. See if you can help him. Frank. I'm sorry, Frank. I'm going to put you back on hold, Van. You just broke up there on your cell phone. I'll go right back to you, I promise. Let's shift gears and go to John in Rochester, if we could. John, hi. How are you? Hey, Mike. Hey, Glenn. I'm doing good. You know, uh, Tony, I don't know what he's, what he's, uh, where he's getting his news from. Probably the Buffalo News in the U.S. <laughs> Maybe. In Washington Post. Uh, because cash, and he's in the business. 
He should know. He's Cash not in the business. was a failure. He's not in the business. When that, whenever they start out and they have to tell us that, well, they're right wing and you know all this stuff. And the we and but I hear but it's garbage, right? And he he should know better. He's there's a, not a business owner in the country with a brain in his head that says, yeah, I really want to be over regulated and overtaxed. Come on. Exactly, and, and Cash for Conquerors was a was a huge loser. And what about uh, the bail? They were all losers, John. I forgot about that one. We have to yeah, I forgot about like that, that too. Which one was it? Car- yeah, was right. Which one did we want to rebuy automobiles and crush them? <laughs> what they did. and what that did it resulted in higher prices for used cars for the consumer. I mean, well, the po- the policies, John, of liberal left typically have the opposite of what the actual intended uh, impact was, and then they just ignore it when that happens. That's like a communist regime that that would do, they would do in the Soviet Union back in the eighties. But but you know the other issue too when they bailed out GM. Uh, remember the the bondholders that were first in line, they were canceled out to the tune of I think uh, twenty or uh, thirty billion dollars, and uh, that was Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that that sent shockwaves through the financial system, that, by the way, because yep. nobody knew how to price bonds as opposed to stocks for a while. And there was That's a right. lot of concern. And don't think for a second there's still not some of that concern in the system. No doubt. Obama was a disaster. And, and Nate McMurray, I, I talked to him on WBN a few weeks ago, and he claims he didn't know who Keith Ellison was. Keith, oh, come on. He, He's the head of the Democrat National Committee, <laughs> or second in charge. He claimed he did not know Keith Ellison. Oh, sure he doesn't. He know. does know Tom Perez, who tend, and, but doesn't know that Tom Perez is a, uh, is a leftist radical who supports the racist group La Raza. It's unbelievable. So, so John, if you don't want to have to publicly agree or disagree with someone, you just say, I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know that guy. He's either lying or he's... he's no, he's lying. Uneducated. You can't be that dumb. But I mean, seriously, Nate. I mean, come on. <laughs> you don't know who the number two Democrat National Committee person is. I mean, seriously, please. Well, Nate's got a lot of very conservative Republicans that have never ever voted for a Democrat that are going to do it this time. No, he's going to. He's got a, them all. Here's the sad he thing: just, they're disgusting. Is Nate McMurray? How, how sad is this? He's uh, maybe he will win. But right now, he's neck and neck with somebody who's under federal indictment yeah. for insider trading. Yeah. That's pretty sad, yeah. right? I mean, you should be, Nate should be. In New York. In, in, New, York. in New York. Nate should be 20 points ahead, and the likelihood is is that yeah. Chris Collins is probably going to retain the seat. Yeah, he, right? he, he will. He will. Yeah, that, so. he, that district is mapped that he will. He will retain the seat. And you know what? I mean, people aren't voting for Collins. They're voting against socialism is what they're doing. I tell you what, though. The Democrat or the Republican Party in Erie County and in New York State better get their act together. you got about a year and a half to two years to find a different candidate for that for that uh, that congressional district. Yeah. Don't wait until two weeks before, we, you know, like you did this it's time. It's a very you, selfless job. And, and, the, and the, really the challenge that New York and New Jersey – and, uh, you know, Illinois is going to have this. The, the good people, right, the people with the resources to compete are leaving, yeah. right? We have an office in Florida. And I can tell you that we set the office up in Florida for one reason and one reason only. 50% of our clients either left New York or go back and forth to Florida. Right. And a lot of them happen to go back and forth for six months in a day. Right. Wow, go figure, right? Yeah, why is that? I wonder. So we had to open up an office down there because we had so many people leaving. 
right. right? Those are not those are not the welfare recipients, by right. the way. Those people are not they're the coming. people. Yeah, those, they're coming. <laughs> yeah, they're coming. They're, they're coming. They're, they're on their way. They're on the bus, right? Those are not the welfare recipients. Those are people who own businesses, who have taken risk, and are sick and tired of losing their money. Yeah, like Galisano, right? One of the biggest ones. All right, we got to take a very short break. We're going to hop across which, Hoffa. Which, the by news. the way, ran, right? That's a perfect he ran, example. He ran. He ran, said, I give up. Who, I'm out. Who's no longer there yeah, to run. That's right. All right, very short, commercial break. Hold another hour to go, folks. We'll get back to your calls and questions here. You've got the financial guys, Glumwiggle Mike Glumis. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I'm in healthcare. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. There are a lot of Benjamins to be made right now with the biotech stuff. I don't have to tell you that. How's your portfolio? I'd say strong. To quite strong? Yeah. With local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Somebody took my juice money. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Shovel ready was not as uh, <laughs> shovel ready as we expected. Yeah, it's funny, funny. Yeah, the oh, job that's is a good one. Is, <laughs> that's a knee slapper there. That's right. Yeah, the job stimulus didn't work out as well as uh, the, the whole. Uh, play that one more time for Tony. Just yeah, so just uh, just to go back. By the way, remember Tony when you said they were all ready? It really just really stimulated the economy. <clears throat> At that point, by the way, GDP growth. Look at the screen. This was one point nine percent, Tony. That's right. One. It actually, it actually decelerated. It was right after the as recovery began after the disaster of 08, right? Uh, the without before anything even kicked in, all of a sudden GDP started to climb back. This normally would happen if he just went to the golf course. It went to three percent after stimulus was passed and the money started to be spent. GDP actually slowed down, not because of the spending, but because of all the other garbage that went with it. The regulations, the attack on American businesses, the raising of taxes. I mean, all of those things, you know, the, the onslaught of thousands and thousands of pages of regulations. If you want to go back to that, elect Democrats. Mm-hmm. If you want to have continued progress and more money in your pocket, where all where the rising tide is lifting all boats. And for those of you that say and then carry the signs about the fact that he's racist or whatever, it must be really racist because somehow the African-American unemployment is at an all-time, all-time low. Hispanic unemployment also just this week hit an all-time low. So the policies of free market capitalism are working. What I would like to see out of this administration, which also has to happen with the Republicans in Congress, is a smaller government. It's time for us to shrink the size of government. We need private sector employees, okay, we are at full employment right now, which means that we need more employees. Where are we going to get them? 
I'd prefer from the government work base as opposed to the Mexican unskilled work base. Just saying. Right. Think about this. They, they, they say, we're going to give stimulus back to you. We're going to give more money to, to companies, businesses that need it. But then they put countless, like what, twice, three times, four times the number of regulations in place. Why? Because they're going to define where that all that stimulus money goes. They're going to say, ah, more is going to come back to us because we're going to fee you to death. We're going to tax you to death. We're going to make it so hard for you to grow. But basically, they're saying, we're going to take a lot of money. We're going to give it all back, but then we're going to define where it goes. Guess where it's going? Right back into their pockets. And they, they always think that they're going to be able to spend the money better than, than private industries will, that the courageous people going out and putting their necks out on the line in business. They think they're going to spend it way better. Never works. Uh, by the way, just another text that came in, another uh, startup New York company that went out of business this week. So Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. 77 jobs. Uh, I believe they were the first uh, that received the... Uh, what did they do? Laptops The, or the startup New York. I don't know what they did, actually. Yeah. I, don't, I, was, I didn't really follow them very much, but uh, they gone. Yeah. They gone. So yeah. yet another one that just took you know our tax money. And uh, just flushed it right down the toilet. See if you can is... catch them, Brian, with your ribbon cutting. See if you can catch yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Because even you catch all the, the, the 77 jobs going to a state like Florida or Texas. Yeah. Well, these are going nowhere because the company yeah. went out of business. So. Oh, they picked uh, another loser. Wow, look at that. Yeah, go, go figure, you, right? Look at that. Would they do an look awesome at job that. of picking losers. I mean, you're talking yeah. about losers and winners. Another text came in about, uh, we are. by the way, we're live and remote down in Florida, we are hopping on a plane shortly, by the way, right after the show, and we'll be back in western New York. But uh, had the opportunity to do an event with Ann Coulter yesterday. Really amazing and uh, great opportunity to spend some time with her. And uh, and hopefully we can get, uh, you know, ho- hopefully maybe at some point we'll get her on the radio show with us here. But, you know, of course, the concern is the uh, the governor turning blue there <laughs> the uh, in the state of Florida. And I'll tell you that um, – you know, there's a lot of New Yorkers moving down to Florida, and that is a big concern for Florida. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some of these New Yorkers who say, um, well, we like socialism, and uh, why are you moving to Florida? Well, I couldn't find a job in New York. Oh, oh. Do we know? I, I, I get to keep more of my own money yeah. down there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. That, oh, oh right. I, I got it. Okay. I, just, right. I don't know how much money that this company got. I'm, I'm still looking at this uh, report on Bach here. Uh, Bach USA relocated to Buffalo in 2014 as part of the Startup New York program and planned a partnership with UB. Startup New York was a tax incentive, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't say in this article how much money they received. However, uh, they did shut down. 77 employees were notified. Uh, they are gone, right? So uh, Chairman J.P. Bach says in a statement, is with great sadness that I announced today that Bach USA will close its doors. My family started this business nearly four years ago with a bold vision to empower American students and workers by producing computers in four the years. U.S. Four years. Well, how, four we years. started our business 20 years ago in New York. Four years ago. How, how like, do we not get money? Why? But why? They're a computer company. Like, I don't understand. Like, why are we giving them money? Seriously. I mean, it's they're not special, right? There's nothing that was that I understand that was special about their computers. They just decided, hey, you know what? We have an opportunity to make computers. We're going to need gajillions of dollars from New York State to do it. Yeah. But somehow Dell is doing it. <laughs> Hewlett Packard's doing it. I mean, seriously, like these are the things that New York State's investing in. Yeah. This is why the government spending our money is a bad idea. Every and single why, time. Every, every single time. Every single time. And why I you, vote you personally even, Republican. You can't even say fifty percent of the time it's right. They're, they're no, never every right. time. They're never right. Every never. actually, that would be a fun trivia question. Yeah. Which company that the that the government invested in the last twenty years? actually been worthwhile i mean yeah. and and worked out yeah. certainly not any green energy companies solar city <laughs> wrong tesla uh-uh 
yeah. right? Enter one, two, three. Well, Chinese own that now. I think it's doing pretty well in the yeah, Chinese. Thanks right. for that. Right. I mean, seriously, Solyndra? Yeah. So, I mean, which one, I guess? Solar City? I, I, I mean, no. come on. I mean, it's just, it's, it's uh, every single time they spend their money worse than we do. And I really wish that people would understand that we, as individual people, can spend money better than the government yeah, can because the government doesn't care. But, if you had the ability to spend somebody else's money all the time, would you really care about the results? Seriously, think about yeah. that. If somebody came to you and said, if, if I gave you my credit card but I kept getting the bill and you could buy anything you want and never get the bill, do you think you'd be really responsible with that card? Well, with your card I would. If you hand it to well, me, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Again, let's, let's just try this out. Let's hand it over now. Try it out. Yeah, Let's me. see how that goes. Trust, trust me. me. Be good. Yeah. It'll work out great. Uh, by the way, another text. My <laughs> Just give me four years, Glenn, with your credit card. That's I'll right. see what I can do. <laughs> That's great. I have sure. no experience. No, you anything. I trust, Mike. You I trust. <laughs> we, have, we have no experience in anything we've done before. This is a brand new startup. Thing. Uh, this is great. My employer is twenty-two to is is paying twenty-two to thirty dollars an hour skilled trades jobs. Yeah. See, that's yeah. the catch. When it's skilled, then you'd have to go back and get, and uh, they can't find people to pass the drug test. Yeah. That's true. See, the the key there is skilled. So you'd have to actually ask people to go back and like learn how to weld or learn how to drive a truck because you need a CDL license. That's the skilled part. So, yeah. and it's so you just yeah. If you didn't, right. if they didn't need skill. But you know, then you'd have to get them off of welfare. I mean, to be honest with you, away it, from food stamps. But it's or, hard to even find unskilled labor. I mean, there's oh, literally absolutely. It's it's hard I mean, to find labor. What period, right? Yeah. Just period. We this just so a, you know, I mean, we never say names and stuff. We had somebody come into our office looking for a job, and they had a crumpled up resume in their pocket. Yeah, right? the that's always one, a good thing. The next one didn't have a resume. Yeah, I mean, that's unreal. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. So, anyway, all right, eight hundred three hundred nine three hundred star nine thirty. We're uh, we're talking about kind of the elections. You know, the the well, just a lot of different things. Really, we're talking about some economics when they're Obama versus Trump. Uh, another couple of text board. If you want to text us, by the way, some great text. We'll try to roll through more of these. 30930-3930 is the... Uh uh, the uh, the text board here. You can reach us there. Uh, a couple great questions on here. You know, hey guys, the feeling. Uh, what's the feeling down there for governor of Florida going to turn blue? I'm going to look up the, uh, the where they stand as far as the. Uh, I would be surprised. I mean, to be honest with you, I you've got a, again, you've got a, a guy who is race baiting that is under FBI investigation. As of right now, all of these polls though that I'm just looking up: Siena, USA Today, CNN, Trafalgar Group, uh, New York Times, all of them. Have Gillum up anywhere between one to six points. Gillum is up right now. Two point seven is the, the average the re- spread. The result of that is nothing gets done in the state of Florida. Right? Well, right, nothing. exactly. Yeah. And that's the next question: What do you guys do? What do your clients do? Well, you wait it out until you can elect a, another governor because not, there's a solid Republican legislature in Florida that's well, not. There's it's, a it's solid like, group of people that are used to not paying taxes. Right? Yeah, I mean, no. When you when you don't get a tax, you know, there's no state tax down down there, right? None. Yeah. So. When you get used to not paying that, it's really difficult to bring in somebody to say, "Yeah, let's 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 throw some state taxes on top of this. It'd be fun." Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I, okay, we'll see what happens, but I uh, I would be surprised only because most of the polls are typically wrong. I, I mean, when you look at the polls for, I mean, remember Hillary Clinton? It was ninety nine percent chance that Hillary Clinton's the next president. Oh, whoa, electoral landslide the other way. Uh, we didn't see that coming. I mean. I think these pollsters really, just like the media, they want to—they want to get feedback into what they want to believe, and so they ask questions that way. Are you going to go and vote for Gillum, or are you going to vote for the other guy? You know, things like that. Are you right, going to vote? Right. You know, what's your? Are, do you have a positive impression of of Andrew Gillum or a negative impression of DeSantis? Hmm. 
Like, how do I answer that question, right? I'm being obviously a little bit facetious here, but this is the way they phrase questions in a way to get the responses that they want to get, and I think in a way to oftentimes discourage people from going to the polls. I would be surprised if, I mean, if Gillum wins, then unfortunately, I guess too much stupid has moved out of New York down to Florida. That's, That's all I can say. That's a great way to put it. I, I, what, what's the margin of error on all these polls? Because I'm starting to think margins of errors are like plus 12, minus 12. Yeah, right? Because honestly, Seems like that. Like they, they, lead, they lead people taking these polls, like you said, Glenn, to, to think the way we want you to think. We're going to put out a message because many of them are part of. You know, t- talk about a CNN poll. What are they going to do? Are they going to lead their their question? Right. You know, questions to, right. to get the no, answers they be, want. They'll be fair and balanced. Fair and balanced. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. sure. All right, eight hundred three zero nine three zero. Mr. Mariacker here. Yeah, Star Nine Three is a free call to sell one eight hundred six one six nine two three six. If you want to join us, I'm going to go to our investment guy, Dave Mariacker, talk a little about the markets for a few minutes, and then we'll uh, grab a quick commercial break here. Dave, how are you? Thanks for holding. Appreciate it. Hey, Glenn, Mike, and Mike. Uh, well, let me ask you. Start. Let me start with Apple. Uh, Apple had a, a tough what, time. Tough going. Well, it seemed like a good earnings report. I mean, it seemed like most of the stuff was I'll was positive, you. but they seemed to to kind of you know focus in on the, the negative. Stock's right? going to be free pretty soon. I know, it's like, like <laughs> seven <laughs> times earnings, yeah. something crazy. What's your what's your take on on you know the the rotation here? It'll seemingly out of tech, and and really, I think the market being a little bit harsh when it comes to uh, you know some of these these reports when it comes to, like Apple. Uh, I think that the Apple thing is somewhat done purposely. Uh, that's just my opinion. What do you mean purposely? Just I, I think that uh, companies like that, they, they're a, 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 a big holder of cash, and they will buy their own share back rather than, uh, as you see, hardly ever buy another company. Hmm. Well, I mean, perhaps I don't know that uh, you know it's ever a good thing to really try to manipulate your your report. I don't know that that is necessarily the case, but certainly the the stock price took a beating; they were down six and a half percent. However, you know, again, when you look at the longer term growth rates, and I think that's what people have to keep in mind, right, Dave? I mean, you look at the the a year to date or a rolling one year, and a lot of these companies still have some tremendous gains. That's right, but purposely meaning I think they're being honest. They're so big that they want some breathing room. And they, they, they don't like to have to ex- be expected for their shares to continuously go up. This company is a, a trillion dollars. It's the biggest company in the world. And uh, I, I don't blame them for being openly honest. And I'm not necessarily in agreement to the quarterly, uh, quarter, uh, a quarterly guidance it's imagine running a business and constantly have to give a quarter. Yeah, well, that's all. I mean, that's all public trade. So let's talk about the rest of the tech sector just for a second. You know, the 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 Fang stocks, right? I'm not a huge fan of Facebook. You've known that for quite some time. Uh, however, Amazon, Netflix, and Google are all in our uh, all cap growth portfolio. So full full and fair disclosure there. What is your take on you know some of those tech names I just mentioned, Dave? I think uh, Glenn. If you go back and quickly saying a mortgage rate is bumping five, you got a 30-year well over three now. Uh, earnings, although, have been good. Economy's decent. Emotions are running tremendously high. And, I, and I've been saying all year long, 9 to 13% correction. Where are we? Mm-hmm. Right about there. 9 to 13% correction. That's right. See, I could answer questions. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. We're there now. Yeah. yeah. So, no so you're, you know, you're, you know, dipping your feet in, accumulating. I, I, you know, I look at our managed portfolios, and I've always said, you know, make subtle changes along the way, right? I mean, you know, make baby moves, rebalance your portfolio, take advantage of the volatility. It's amazing. We go through a correction in the market, and some of the panic that happens when you think to yourself, boy, if you just take a step back and see what's good out there, it could be a great buying opportunity. 
it is that you get a little nervous. You know, you want to buy somewhat at the bottom of the trough, and I, I think now we're seeing some of that. To get back to your question, Glenn, these companies, we were expect, it's, as far as I'm concerned, we're expecting too much. The stocks got high, and this needed to happen. And, uh, and I, I hope that it lingers and that we don't rebound quickly. So you're thinking this is a healthy correction, not to start. I think that's the biggest question that people have, right? Yeah. Is And, of course, we don't have a crystal ball, and so please you know, understand that. We don't have some sort of a magic swami hat that we can determine what's going to happen next. But I, you know, it, I, my feeling, I think, is, is, is this, is that this is a normal correction, which is probably healthy for the market, not the start of something that is going to be a bigger, you know, a 2008 or, or, or a meltdown or something like that. Do you agree, Dave? I would agree, but as you say, Glenn, no one could predict the market. Uh, to me, it's it's it's. I watch it, and I'm agreeing with a correction between that nine and thirteen percent. Let it linger until the end of the year. I was, you know, I'm, I'm going to be happy with a three to five percent low single digit return for the year, and hopefully, uh, things go the way that we'd like to see them go politically, and that uh, Trump, you know, can get more traction. And uh, I, I'll I, I want to bring up another point. That Buffett bought $938 billion or million, $928 million worth of his own stock. I think that was in August and in September. So, of both share classes, the one share is at like 300 and some thousand. So, they're kind of, why is he putting a billion dollars of his own money, of, of the company money, back into the company, buying the shares? Why? Because he hates Trump. Oh, with it. No, I'm just kidding. Cause, <laughs> no, because obviously he has confidence in the future of the economy. Because he doesn't pay a right? high enough tax rate, Dave. <laughs> That's, That's why. why. No, obviously he uh, he believes in the in the uh, you know in the growth and and the health of the American economy and the stock market, no doubt, and as he should. It'd be, yeah. and we all should. So, final thoughts, Dave. Any sectors you like or? Not necessarily. You know, I'll mention we've talked about Blackstone for probably four years when we started to buy it at like 14 or 15. It got up to about $39. It's now at around $32. It's a good representation, though, of the market, the Blackstone Group. It does pay a, a healthy dividend. It is a limited uh, partnership, so be careful if somebody's t- talking about buying it. But, yeah. it, you know, it was it hit 39 Now it's at $32, 33 $33. So that's kind of a good indication of where we're at. All right, perfect. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Have a terrific weekend. And uh, you got a comment real quick? Yeah, I think, you know, yeah, thanks, Dave. Um, I think two things, two things that we can do to help people. We can actually look at people's portfolios. I think a lot of times people wonder, how much exposure do I have to what's going on out there? There's, There's no doubt. Emotions are running high. Volatility is high. We can take people's portfolios and use some really great software and see just how much risk are you putting yourself at. The other thing is you've got to understand your own time horizon. If seeing what the markets are doing right now is keeping you up at night and literally giving you anxiety and stomach aches and nausea, you're maybe too exposed and maybe you don't understand your own time horizon. So again, bucketizing, I know we've stolen that term. Know what your goals and objectives are if you're an investor. Don't just go with the the flow and think, oh, well, people of my age group are doing it, so I must have to. Right. Yeah. Don't be sheep for sure. You know, figure out what you're dialing in. Figure out what your own you know, risk tolerance number is, and and what kind of fluctuations you're comfortable with with your portfolio. And great point, Mike. We have some fantastic software that can help you determine just that. If you need us throughout the week, six three three one five one five. Again, six three three fifteen fifteen. Thanks for the uh, the update, Dave. We appreciate you. have a terrific weekend. You know, one of the things
things I want to add there is that please do not construe any particular stock as a uh, solicitation or advice in any way, shape, or form. Please consult with an investment professional before buying or selling any stocks. I don't know what your risk tolerance is. I don't know what your comfort level is. I don't know what your objectives are. Now, is Apple, Apple and Amazon, are they good companies? Yes, they're good companies. Are they right for your portfolio? I don't have a clue <laughs> until I sit down with you and we go through some homework to figure out if that's going to help you to achieve your objectives or not. And so please, before we go out and take anything that we, we can, don't take it as advice, go out and do your own research and work with an investment professional. I don't want to get the text message or the email or the, or the tweet that says, I bought something before because you mentioned on the air. Just because we mentioned a stock and we're talking about it doesn't mean we like it. We talk about GE. No like it. Haven't liked it for a decade. GE is a dog of a company. They have put their, their they basically sacrificed their bottom line on the altar of the Obama liberal progressive policies, and they put way uh, uh, too much effort uh, in, in gaming the, 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 uh, the green credit. Remember, they made $40 billion one year and paid zero taxes. Mm-hmm. That worked out great for a while until that until, ship ended. Until nobody needed their product. And we <laughs> saw that coming a long time ago. So yeah. just because we talk about a stock, good or bad, doesn't mean it's right for you, uh, and it certainly doesn't mean we're uh, recommending that you buy it. So please take that to You look to at heart. General Electric that was well diversified years ago. Yeah, and really 20, stuck, 15. stuck to their core principles and what, what made them great, and right. they just walked away from it. So. Right. So, again, but again, please, whether it's Amazon, Apple, G, or anything else, you know, please consult an investment professional. Do not take any individual uh, conversations about right. stocks. Are we advice, the break okay? I would say so. We're down to three minutes. Right. So why don't we skip the break? If you do need us, by the way, 633-1515, independent Medicare reps as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then is the season. So yeah. only about a month and a half, not even a month and a half, no. less than a, well, a little over a month left, yeah. I guess. A month and like five days. Yeah, so you need help with your Medicare, making yeah. the right decision. We have independent agents in the office, 633-1515. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, folks. A lot of stuff we talk about, we post to our Facebook page and we post to Twitter. So uh, like us on Twitter. Or like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, you'll figure it out. So just go, yeah. just go, f- f- like and follow us. Yeah. Okay. Is Higgins blaming this? Uh, by the way, this this last couple. I didn't of hear that by Trump. What a joke! If I heard. The case. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I, I guess I uh, apparently uh, Mayor Urkel and uh, uh, Byron Brown and, uh, and uh, Brian Higgins are blaming Trump's the, tariffs. Yeah. Because the the importation of the product got too expensive. Really, I guess the the free tax ride didn't do it. You know, yeah, the, no. the the millions of dollars of free taxpayer money. All, all of a sudden, one one boom. one quarter of trade Please. negotiations, and that's what put the company out of business. Let me tell you, they, if they, that's the case, that company was destined well, for failure, my friend. But they had layoffs yeah. well yeah. prior. And by the way, China, well prior. China's been charging us a lot more than we've been charging them. For decades, so but but <laughs> so, again, the, so things are getting more expensive because give no, me a break. The, mean, but the layoffs at it, Bach happened was started happening, and the company started going downhill long before Trump even absolutely. was talking about tariffs. So yeah. they, they look, they can use all the excuses they want. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that you know that may be one actual example of. Uh, kind of, even though they got corporate welfare, of free market capitalism working. Yeah. They couldn't deliver a product at a price people were willing to pay for. As a result, they go out of business. <gasps> Guess what? Another company that can do it better, cheaper, and smarter yeah. will spring up, uh, just Brian, like Michael Dell did and some of the others. So. You'll find another loser out there. To yeah. Don't no worry doubt. about it. There's, yeah, there's, sure. There'll be some other folks that step up. Hey, I got an idea. Put more money in the solar city <laughs> because they just announced again that they're going to delay their, their production ramp up of these solar panels that are never yeah, going to work. Yeah, do that. Time. Next time. They got that next roof time. thing 
that's coming out, like a hundred thousand. That's what I'm talking about. They oh, just delayed. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, the one. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good the one. one. Yeah, no. that's the one. So it's only like seventy five grand for a for a thousand square foot house in Chicago right. to get a room. That'll Lots work. of people will be lined up for that. Absolutely. Like that. All right, eight zero three zero nine three zero. If you want to join us, we probably will Trump's right... fault that that roof's too expensive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they absolutely. get they get seventy thousand dollars of tax credits on that seventy five thousand dollar roof. The only way it works, Mike. The only way it works. All right, we uh, we're gonna go to a quick break and uh, we'll come back on the other side here. Eight zero three zero nine three. We'll go right to the phones. I promise. We'll get through as many and pound through them as many as we can. Eight zero three zero nine three zero and star nine thirty. And we'll be right back here. News radio nine thirty. WBN. You got the financial guys. All right, welcome back. Final twenty eight minutes here on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and our certified Social Security claiming strategist, Mike Hayflick. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, again, we do manage money for a living. It's, as Mike very uh, astutely put before, if you're if this volatile market is keeping you up at night, if it's making you lose sleep, if it's making you overly nervous, uh, you know, we have some fantastic software. It's free. We're welcome to ha- help you come into the office. We'll, we'll walk you right through it. It's 10 simple questions that will give you, in whole dollar terms, show you what the risk of, of that you're willing to take should be. And then we can also input your current positions in your portfolio to show what the current risk of that portfolio currently is. If there's not a match, maybe it could be a problem that we can easily help you solve by some reallocation. Sometimes the reallocation is, is doesn't cost anything, right? Which is very simply can reallocate your portfolio. Look at, if it's making you more nervous than accidentally stealing a parking spot from Alan Baldwin, Alec Baldwin <laughs> Then you need to come in That's and right. reanalyze your portfolio, right? <laughs> you don't need to be punched in the face for the little things in life. So, Honest to gosh, what's the matter with these people? Yeah, loving left. Loving the loving left. left. Loving, he chases scumbag. somebody down and punches yeah. them in the face because yeah. how about this, these, these Alex? Are, these are, You're worth sixty five million. But think about oh, get, yeah. buy a parking spot. Yeah, that's right. That's like right. get a get a that's parking right. garage. What, what a could spot? possibly like, be get so wrong with your life, right? right? That that you actually are a really crappy actor. And you're worth $65 million. And you're still and, parking and on the you're street? Still, but you're still like, the, I mean, you know, imagine punching somebody in the face over a parking right? spot. Like, you should be like, listening every day. So like, he, I'm a crappy actor and I'm worth $65 million. Right. This world is great. So he's out there. <laughs> he's out there calling Trump insane. He just yeah. said, we have an insane person right, in the White right, House. Right. He's nuts. That's right. No, nuts is chasing somebody down the street well, and of, punching them in the face over a parking lot. That's insane, I, Alec. We have been saying this for a long time. Dude. I hate Alec. The I hate left, that name. The left has got to remember who started the bullying, right? So you've got Biden saying, I wish I could drag that Trump out behind the, the, uh, the, 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 you know, behind the store there, behind the White House, right? Uh, the, the, you've got uh, Maxine Waters. You see him out in the restaurant. You better harass him, right? Now you got this guy knocking people out. they got to be careful. Who's, remember, words matter, Joe. You said that. Mr. That's Biden right. said words, words matter. matter. They do matter, Joe. And eventually, when people get bullied enough, and we're actually, and they're stronger, they do fight back. Yeah. Got to be careful. Alex gonna he's gonna pick the wrong guy. He's gonna get his teeth knocked out. Well, the thing is, he goes to jail. He gets out. You'll never hear anything again. Is he no, gonna be prosecuted? He'll be right back on Saturday Night right? Live next week. Is he gonna be? Is he gonna yeah. have charges filed Talking against about him? How crazy is he... Trump is. Yeah. Yeah. No, Alec, good old See, Alec Baldwin. You this, this is the guy. Democrat, you can get away with anything. This anything. is this is the guy who called who called his own daughter a little pig. Right. That that's a, that's how nice this guy is, Alec. Yes. Ugh. All right. Eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine thirty four to join us. Let's go back to the phones and we will welcome. Let me see here. Which Dave? I got two Dave's. Let's go to Dave in Williamsville first. Dave, you're live on News Radio 930 with the financial guys. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm a Vietnam veteran, and uh, I'm Thank wondering you for your service. If this election, no one's talking about the veterans. Hmm. 
That's a good point. Thank you for your service, Dave. And, you know, you're right. It's not a hot button topic. It should be. Um, I think that, you know, President Trump seemingly, from my perspective, is doing a, a fairly decent job of trying to clean that up. But, you know, you're right. I mean, there's a lot of issues with veterans, a lot a big homeless issue with veterans. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants sneaking into our country and worrying more about them. Yeah. So you, there should be. I don't know why there isn't. But I'm just thinking that maybe there's other more more hot button topics that that they want to hit. I guess. Do you know uh, uh, the most homeless people of any group out there is, or the highest suicide rate of any group out there is veterans? Did you yes. Know? Yeah, they need our support. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, no, we've you're said totally that right. time and time again. You look at this country, and we have 40 million people on food stamps. Many of them able-bodied people that have no desire to go work, but yet we can't help the people that protected our freedoms. It's sad. Well, Republicans have routinely, time and time again, voted against increasing benefits and helping out veterans. You know that, right? And so so have Democrats. I mean, I think, you know, here's the deal. When you look at you know a lot of those statistics, like they voted against increasing yeah, benefits, it's, it's usually it's with part of a else. bigger That's like right. omnibus spending right. package that has not only increasing yeah. spending for Tons benefits, but also increasing spending on Obamacare yeah. and welfare yeah. and this and that and the other thing. Right. So you know, for the most part, I think the the you know the Republicans, when it comes to things like the Veterans Administration, the VA. Uh, and, and other you know types of programs have done a much better blame, job than if Democrats. If you're looking to blame a party, you can certainly both parties can share that blame. But the left, by far, right there, they are way more worried about giving money to illegal immigrants than they are helping any of our veterans. No doubt. You keep talking about the left all the time, even though it's supposed to be a financial show. But do you know that Trump is? Well, I love when people say that. Are you not bright enough? Have to you not, not listened? listened to us? We've been talking economics for like the last I, I hour and a half. I can't stand that. I can't stand what you. Well, I, well, well you. For years, you've been talking. If you don't like the show, turn it off. You've got to be brighter than that, right? I mean, if you're going to throw an insult at our show like that, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll nail you right back. I mean, don't be that much of a dummy. If you don't like the show, turn it off. But don't say, well, you're supposed to be talking. You know what? Guess what? We'll talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. It's our show. Well, do you know why? It's this- your own show, and you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's right. But it, this is the place where money meets politics. That's I right. cannot stand when people go, you're a financial show. You're supposed to talk about this. Get your own show. Right. The show before us was awful. They changed that. Maybe call the station. See if they'll give you your own show and you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. By the way, it's the place where money beats politics because it does matter. Guess what? The Dow futures were down 300 points the other day. There was a a discussion of a possible trade deal with China. They went to even or slightly up. Then they went back down. It does matter. It does matter to you and your money. For sure. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. All right. So here's the deal. And, and I, I can't stress this enough, folks. This is the show where politics meets money. For those of you that say politics doesn't matter, trade policy matters. Tax rates matter. They make a difference to the economy. It makes a difference to your wallet. Regulations matter. Okay? These things matter. Let me ask you this. Is it Disney that owns ABC, right, or NBC, one of the two? So whatever network it was, I think it was ABC, right? They got rid of uh, the uh, outdoor man, uh, Tim Taylor's show, or Tim uh, the Tool Man Taylor, yeah. right? That, the uh, new one, the new yeah, whatever yeah. is, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, now yeah. Fox picked it up. Ro- now mind Barr, you, by the way, same thing. So, yeah, right? so 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 Tim, so Tim, Tim Allen, Tim Allen, yeah. Tim Two Man Taylor was his name on the show. Yeah. Tim Allen's, uh, I like you know, Tim great Two show. Man Taylor. That was a great show better. too. But no, Tim no, Allen, I like the name better. The well, Tool man. Tim Allen <laughs> had the number one rated show in prime time. The, they got rid of it. Why? Because they didn't give this politics. Fox picks it up, right? Now Roseanne doing great, top-rated show. 
They don't like a Roseanne tweet. They admitted they overreacted. They get, so if, a, if companies are going to start making decisions that affect their bottom line adversely for the simple sake of virtue signaling or, 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 or being politically correct, then guess what? I don't know how you can possibly say politics doesn't impact your money because it does. That's a part of the reason, though, why we are the longest running financial show in Western New York. January will be our 20th anniversary, which we're really excited to do something special for. But 20 years of doing this program uninterrupted on WBEN and, 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 our, and our one station before that for just a year, I think the, the, the success of the show is because it's not just about money. It's, it's about more than that, and I think that's what people enjoy. You know what? I, here's a simplistic way. Dave, if you're still listening, you know, again, we thank you for your service and the, the thousands and thousands of Vietnam vets out there. Here's the deal. If you contributed, then we're, we're okay with the government helping you. It's those that have never contributed, those that never, right. never have contributed and don't plan on contributing to what we've all tried to do here in society. If you're not working, why, why on earth are we all working and giving you something? Right. You, you deserve something back. The VA should be improved. It should be like one of the best health care institutions out there. You contributed. We're talking about those that don't, those that think that everyone else should contribute for their sake. That's what we're talking about. Right, and, and you're absolutely right. Are, if, you're, if you've been a productive member of society and you've fallen down on hard luck, that's what these programs are for. If you have been a productive member of society and, God forbid, you are in an accident and you now need to be on Social Security Disability or workers' comp, absolutely. The problem is, as you just accurately put, Mike, is that there are so many people that have not ever been productive members of society that are simply here gaming the system or even have come here illegally to game the system that are taking up the resources that are supposed to go to those that truly need the help. Yeah. Right. I, I, let me one final thing. I know we got to take a break here too. But he said something about, "Well, you're always picking on the left. We pick on the right too. It just so it just so happens that the left makes a lot more stupid decisions than the right. So yes, they get more of our airtime. That's the way it works." <laughs> oh, hey, wait a minute. You guys talk politics. That's why I listen. Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate that, and I think that's why a lot of people listen. Again, that's yeah. why the show well, has had a 20 year successful and, and run. Again, right? let me tell you something. I I, I can't understand that why. Financial planners, when you're managing money, don't understand politics. In fact, what not only we're actually talking with some political leaders about the possibility of setting up a separate division, not leaders, but leaders in the community, I should say, about setting up a separate political division that work hand in hand on a daily basis with our chartered financial analysts and some of our uh, and some of our government agencies. That's right. All right, 803 star 930 if you want to join us. You know, and here's another thing. Um, politics can take over our lives, right? I mean, that's sure. all you are sometimes hearing. I think having a political division of some kind, some kind of information center for people, it not only helps you understand what does impact your money, but it also helps us sort of filter out the stuff that does not impact your money. Good point. Okay, Alec Baldwin going and punching someone in the face over a parking spot, that should not be Swaying your investment decisions, okay? Right. But right. maybe tax policy should. Maybe maybe the Federal Reserve's policy should, you know, and you should be informed about that. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. All right, 803 star 930 if you want to join us, 1-800-616-9236. Going to pound through these phones. We'll go to David in Buffalo this time. Another David, different town. David, how are you? Thank you for holding, and uh, thanks for joining the financial guys. David? Do we have David? You hear me? There we are. There you go. Okay, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Uh, well, no problem, guys. Well, let me just say one thing to you. I, I cannot believe, I cannot believe anything that how the anybody could vote Democrats. I mean, I, I, I 
I, you know, I've talked to you guys many times, and I've said before, and I've uh, I've come to this drug country legally, and uh, I I just don't understand at all how anybody could ever say they want to vote Democrat. Very very uninformed, uneducated, right? And, you know, I mean, that goes back to our educational system, brainwashing these people for years. But, uh, I mean, you know, the, the real challenge is, and we've said this for a long time, you've got folks that spend more time on knowing who's a candidate in The Voice. That's right. Or American Idol, as opposed to understanding who their local leadership is, let alone their national leadership. Dave, where are you from, by the way, if you don't mind uh, me asking? Born in France. Ah, okay. So you'd rather be here than there. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to say so. I, I'm, I'm even afraid to go over to uh, to Europe, actually, because uh, of the volatility. God forbid. I mean, I mean, you sit there, you go there, and you and you 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 run the risk on a daily basis because they hate Americans so much. And how sad is that? I mean, it, it, I mean, airport security is one thing, and we all want that, and we all deal with that, but. To actually then be in the small towns or the big cities across the, the ocean and to be afraid because you might go down the wrong neighborhood and, and, and literally be beheaded. Right. It's crazy. I'll say one thing to you guys. You know, you, you, you mentioned the fact that uh, they're uninformed. Well, I, I work with some very, very intelligent people who are Democrat-leaning. I mean, I, I know. not Democrat-leaning, but they're, they're Democrats. They're Democrats. I know. And they're not. They're smart people. But I still think they must be uninformed. One of the two things has to be true. Either they don't understand cause and effect, right? They don't look at the outcomes of policies. I think I do think a lot of Democrats really do mean well. They're not stupid people. They're they're smart people. They're they're and they're and some are very productive members of society. But what they fail to do is they fail to judge people and governments, especially, on the outcomes of their policies. You know, I always tell my kids effort is very important, right? Effort is absolutely important, right? Because without the effort, nothing is ever accomplished. But ultimately, if you put a ton of effort in, but you still fail the test, at the end of the day, the outcome is what matters. And the outcome in that case was that the test was failed. And so I think that Democrats, would they don't go beyond how they feel about doing something to actually go and look at the outcomes of the policies that they promote. And as there, and if you did do that, if they did, if they were honest with, if they were intellectually honest with themselves, and they really looked at the outcomes of the policies that they support, then I think they would change parties as fast as as the as the sky turns from day to night. On top of everything else, they they really on top of everything else, they really when it comes down to the crunch uh, of the situation, they they really go towards a Republican mentality, but they they vote Democratic. That's right. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Yeah, no, but that's a great point, great Dave. I'm point. so glad you brought that up because I actually stopped. We were at the Bannon event last week, and Mike was like, where are you? I'm like, I'm, look across the street. I'm hanging out with the protesters. <laughs> I was over there talking to them. <laughs> and one very – and they were nice, you know, most of them. Uh, one very, very, very sweet lady was we, – as we were talking, she goes, you know, I really would well, – I really want smaller government. I'm like, me too. You know, why are, you're on the wrong side of the street. I think most oftentimes when I'm talking to Democrats, when I am able to actually engage in conversation when they're not screaming insults in my face, um, which oftentimes happens, when you actually can have a conversation, what you end up finding exactly that, Dave, they agree more with the Republican conservative policies than they do with the Democrat policies. And they believe in a lot of the same things, but yet they vote against their own self-interest and their own beliefs. It, it seems bizarre to me, but it is the truth and how it works. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Dave. Thank you for, for making that point. 
All right, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. A great call. Great call. I really do appreciate Absolutely. it. 803-0930, star 93. we got to take a very short break here, folks. We are a little bit long in this segment. We are going to uh, just take a very short break. We'll come back. Dave was right on the money. Thank you, Marianne. You are absolutely correct. Uh, we'll come back with your calls and questions. Uh, Sal, you are up on deck. And, uh, again, if you want to join us, 803-0930 and star 930. You can still text us at 3930. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, again, we do manage money for a living. Uh, give us a call at the office, 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. Don't forget, a lot of the stuff in the articles that we are reading throughout the week and talk about, uh, we post to our Facebook page. So please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys, and use our website as a resource, the Financial guys.com. All right, very short break. We'll be right back here. We've got the Financial Guys News Radio 930 WBEN. To the phones here and try to clean these up. I know we have a, uh, can I, a can number I read, of folks. And I, can yeah. I just read that first? Yeah, text? absolutely. Uh, people vote Dem because their unions have them convinced, yeah, sometimes. brainwashed that they have uh, they that they have to uh, save their jobs. Uh, I, that's I, I disagree with that. That's yeah, changing that's big changing. time. Trump won the union vote. Now he didn't win the public sector or union vote, uh, the, but he won the private sector union vote. These the, yep. the, these guys getting girls got it right. You're working for General Motors. China sar- charges us twenty percent to sell a car over there. Right. We charge China two and a half percent to sell a car here. They're getting it. They're getting it right. Don't think for a second, by the way, that these public sector union employees that just got a nice tax cut will also not bash Trump to their friends. Yep. But a big chunk of them are going to go in next time and vote and go, I don't really want to lose my tax cut. I really sort of like the extra 60 bucks a week in my pocket. So That's you know, right. they'll do their best to bash him behind the scenes, but they will vote for him. Yep, no doubt about it. And for those of you that uh, you know are going to vote this week, just remember it's Tuesday for Republicans. It's Thursday for Democrats. Just saying <laughs> that again, if you are voting this week, That's voting right. starts on Tuesday for Republicans right. and Wednesday or Thursday for Democrats. Yeah, Thursday, just a reminder. Thursday, I think your employer gave you off. So too. tell so your you Democrat. Tell you, Thursday. Yeah. Don't miss it. Tell your Democrat friends that uh, make sure they get to the polls on Thursday. Okay. <laughs> All right. Eight zero three zero nine three. Thursday you can vote twice. That's right. You can vote Absolutely. twice. Or... Well, they do that anyway. So yeah. 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 All right. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to uh, let's go to Gary. Gary, you are live with the Financial Guys. How are you? Hey guys. How you doing? Terrific. Um. So this is going to sound like a strange question. I'm in my early sixties and I've got a hundred percent of my portfolio in stocks, no bonds. But I have uh, some rental properties and uh, uh, five rental units, and I guess I call that my bond equivalent because it generates a pretty consistent return. My question is, would you consider, since I don't really like bonds, would you consider real estate to be a bond equivalent to balance out a portfolio? Well, it's, I would say this. It, it's, it's definitely an asset class that's a great idea to have in your portfolio. And I, and I think you could consider it that as long as you're comfortable with the fluctuation of the market. Here's the problem, though, and here's the downside, is that one of the things that we do when the markets get volatile is we trigger rebalance yeah, with our that's portfolios, right? That's right? exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, and, and the real estate is not going to have the liquidity that, exactly. that a bond portfolio is going to have. So, you know, you would own bonds, maybe not necessarily because you love bonds or they're exciting, but you love bonds because when the stock market does what it just did, which is drop 10 or 11 or 12%, the bonds in there maybe stay even slightly go up and you can take advantage of it. And it's not, it's not exactly like a perfectly safe haven either, as we saw. I mean, yep. bond rates, prices can, can fluctuate, which does mean that you can lose in the bond markets. Not as much, but you can lose. So um, it's, it's 
it's a safe haven, but don't think that there's no risk. Most of our portfolios, uh, Gary, have a combination of all of those things, right? So, and in the stock market, we're in, you know, you have to diversify there too. So, and I'm not talking about buying 10 different, you know, growth funds. I'm talking about having large cap growth, having large cap value, having medium sized companies, having international companies, having uh, emerging markets, right? And the bond sector is no different. You don't have to be in long bonds. Yeah, you can be in a floating rate or a short term. And bond. Gary, you don't own a real estate trust. You own you own the actual real estate. Right. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, you know, then the tough part about real estate is, you know, depending on the cash flow of it, we treat it typically as a very different asset class than like, let's say, stocks and bonds. And the reason is, is unless you're pulling an income out of there, which we can say we can look at, you know, we've got some software that'll bring everything together and they'll say, OK, look, at Gary's making twenty thousand dollars a year from his real estate. So we're going to use that as part of his income and let's plug it into the software. However, if you have real estate that is not cash flow friendly, right? You're saying, well, I'm going to pay these assets off. Well, until you sell them and convert them, you can't rip off a shingle and go to Walmart and, pay and buy stuff. You right. can't buy groceries at Wegmans with siding, right? So you do have to treat it differently. But I can tell you that, you know, I, it's not a bond. That's for sure. And, and if you look at the real estate, you know, of course, look at the uh, uh, GDP's up, uh, economy growing, you know. Uh, different types of real estate are going to work at different times, but it's going to trade very similar to a stock if you're if you're buying you know the real estate. But we own the bonds as a vehicle to rebalance and take advantage of things when the stock market's not doing well. We, we you know that's where it is with our clients. We want a safety net, and we also want a bucket that they can pull from if they're harvesting their money from their accounts, if they're in that required minimum distribution phase, or maybe they're not, they just need the income. I retired at 62 and I want you know, money out of my accounts. You know, Well, if the stock market's doing bad, you have to have a safety net in your accounts. So I'd encourage you to probably at least start to diversify a little more. Does that help, Gary? Does that help you out? Yeah, thank you. All right, terrific. Thanks right, for the call. Appreciate it. You know, the only caveat to that is if you, you know, if you have some cash on the side to, to take advantage of it, I guess you can count. Cash could be considered potentially a bond alternative. Sure. But what you have to remember is that, you know, everything is it correlates with each other in different ways. Some things are negatively correlated, which means that when one thing goes down, the other goes up. Some things are more equally correlated. And so, you know, the idea of constructing a portfolio is not just simply throwing darts at a board and, and diversifying. It's having an understanding of, of how the different investment classes correlate together and trying to find find the optimal mix of those asset classes, right? It's called the asset allocation. But what we follow is something called the efficient frontier. The efficient frontier was, uh, uh, you know, a groundbreaking research, a Nobel Prize research uh, in economics was, was one on this that really talked about, you know, the most efficient mix of stocks, bonds, real estate, and cash uh, to be the least amount of risk and the highest return for any given risk level. And again, if you want to look that up, Gary, it's called the efficient frontier. And I would recommend that anybody you know that is interested in investing learn more about that because it's an important principle that is a, is a cornerstone to our investment uh, allocation models that we use with our investment company, Independent Solutions. So thank you for the call. Great question. Uh, again, if you need throughout the week, six three three one five one five. Let's try to sneak in one more here. We got a few minutes left. Let's go to Jerry and Cell, I think, or uh, I'm not sure. Jerry, uh, you're live with the financial guys. We have a few minutes left for you, sir. Actually, Jerry and Chicago. Oh, Jerry Chicktawaga, there you go. Sorry about that. Probably not the greatest time to bring this up, but you said that Trump's been doing a lot of good things for veterans from your perspective. Uh, 
I didn't know. We didn't say that. I did. I said oh, he's doing did. better. Yeah. Well, he's doing better, but we didn't say that. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done for better. Tons. And like you know, he's trying. I'm sure, but we're not. Yeah. And I can tell you right. Well, one of the things he started to do though, and let me be specific because I like specifics, is he started to clean house at the upper levels of the VA. Yes. Right. He replaced the, some of the administration, and, and to be honest with you, he started holding some of these people accountable. Right. You had waiting lists that were. You had people dying while on waiting lists. You had records being falsified, Jerry. Okay, so they they were lying about things. Trump has cleaned a lot of those people out. Not all of them, but he's cleaned a lot of those people out, and I think things have gotten better in a lot of those VAs. At least we haven't heard about people dying on waiting lists in the last couple of years. Is there a lot more work to be done? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing that Trump has done is he's brought it to the forefront, and he's not afraid to talk about it, right? It was one of the campaign promises. VA's a mess. So, you know, I I get it. You know, here's the alternative is the left, which is going to totally – Abandoned. Well, they don't care. Yeah, they don't care whatsoever about the vets. Jerry? Yeah, I said, it's not really an alternative either. I'm not saying that, but I'm behind Trump 100%. Right. Most veterans would be. Well, do you agree that if he started the clean house at the VA, I mean, at least that's a step in the right direction. And that, and I, and I tell you, from a, I'm a business owner, right? Not a not a vet. But on but the, I, down on the ground level, there's still so much that's back going on. Uh, oh yeah, on. no, I agree. Uh, we agree. We agree. Look but, at but let me at. say this: from a business owner perspective, just the fact that he appreciates our business makes me feel better. And I think if I were a vet, I'm not. But just the fact that he appreciates our military and our veterans, I think, should go a long way as opposed to the disdain that Obama and the Democrats have. You're, for you're talking about years and years of bloated, bloated agencies, right? All years and years of waste. And, you know, that's not going to be turned around overnight. But I will say this. The Republicans and the Trump administration need to do a much better job of slimming down the waste in government. And there's no in all categories in all categories. That's right. right? Thank you for your service, Jerry. And yeah. thank you for the call. We really appreciate yeah, it. That's going to do it for I can't stand when I hear the Republicans say, we're going to come back around. Do it through the can no, imagine, no, no. Can you imagine a business? We said, right. look, at, we're going to get all our troops together, our employees together, and we're going to we're, we're going to fix it, it later. We're going to do it yeah. half-heartedly this time. <laughs> Next time around, right. we're going to do it the right way. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you, Mike Hayflick, for joining us. And uh, on behalf of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle. We're the financial guys. If you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. Six three three one five one five. Don't forget about Medicare Mondays. Don't forget about TFG Academy. Go to our website. Find out all the information on all those things at thefinancialguys.com. We'll see you next week. God bless.